0: Welcome to Startup Confidential, what food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 24, Part 2 of my interview with Mark Crowell, founder of Cullinex here in Seattle, a nationally recognized product development consultancy. So we're going to jump right back into our conversation with plenty of colorful anecdotes. Here we go. You want to talk about product design briefly?
1: Sure. We also call it the discovery process. And we also sure. work with, we specialize in clean label development. We don't use any artificial chemicals, flavors or preservative systems in any of our development work. So a lot of the clients that come to us are really interested in some of these specialized ingredients. Like, like I've mentioned, product design is that upfront part where you really are trying to figure out what are the challenges. What are the roadblocks? What are the risks? What's the product design want to be?
0: So when you talk about product design, I mean, you might look at different sort of intellectual descriptions of products, but then are you jumping ahead to prototype the prototyping phase and imagining, well, I quickly see that this concept or this idea is going to take us into a land of what you call in your article, high maintenance ingredients from hell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Mark, Mark, I had a founder call me six months ago and she wanted the 15 minute free advice and like five minutes in I find out she has 6% gross margin on her beverage. I was like, you're not, don't ship anything. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't ship. Start again. It was a very painful call. (laughs) Is that part of how you guys approach things?
1: Yeah. You, you ask them through the process of perhaps formally or informally ideating what the products are going to be, but with the right experience, you're thinking all the way through to the commercialization process, you know, all the way through product development and into commercialization, what kind of equipment is going to make this product? what kind of individual unit operations within the plant are going to be required. Is it going to be extrusion technology? Is it going to be die cut? Is it going to be horizontal mixers or vertical mixers? Is it going to be sheeted? Uh, Is it going to go through a tunnel oven or is it going to be in a rotary rack oven? You're thinking about all the way through the process because you understand everything about the equipment and, how it works so you understand everything about the ingredients so so you you would recommend
0: you know even founders on their own i mean if a co-man is traditionally brought in by a founder at the commercialization phase is there a process where they need to look at the thing that they're selling and actually potentially immediately start re-engineering it and what do they need to look at
1: yeah so as a founder going directly to a co-man the co-man is going to ask for product specifications. So all of the ingredients that go into making the product, they're going to ask, you know, what ingredients have you decided on maybe, or is it okay if we just use the ingredients that we already have? And a lot of times that's going to be the route that they go down. And if the founder says, well, I've, I've got this particular chocolate that I want to use, or, you know, I've got this particular flavor that I want to use. The covan may or may not do it. You know, they may offer up an alternative or they may say, you know, if we use the existing product that we have on hand, it's going to be a lot cheaper for you.
0: I think this is exactly where people get into a whole bunch of deep water real fast because um, they're not good at negotiating with co-manufacturers, for one, uh, because they don't do it for a living. But it sounds like you need to have a pretty detailed formula that a co-man will understand in their language as part of your contract, essentially, correct? I mean, otherwise you're this is a giant guessing
1: game. Correct. I mean, you know, we do command searches for probably eighty percent of the product development projects that we execute. Oh, because I'm sure <laughs> I'm you sure know <laughs> we're working with early stage companies, working with founders and 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 smaller CPGs. The process that we go through to vet commands, I mean, it's a it's a three-stage process with, you know spreadsheets of questions. But let me just kind of overview the decision process. A founder would want to go through to select a co-man, try to simplify that because as a founder trying to select a co-man who's going to not only make your product, but help you create your product, you want the right co-man. So what does that entail? What should you be looking for? Well, number one, I think you want the co-man to share something of your your values, you know, what's important to you or your the way you approach your business. You have to be able to have a productive relationship with the co-man. If the co-man makes you feel uncomfortable or or browbeaten or isn't interested in your project, that's, you know, probably a sign that that might not be the greatest fit for you. So I think just some of that personal Chemistry yeah. is important. Are you going to have a, a productive working relationship with them? I think the second thing, and we, we vet that. I mean, that is actually part of the vetting process we go through uh, with commands. I think the second thing is just understanding whether or not they've got the right equipment and that includes packaging equipment. That's very important because they're not going to buy specialized equipment probably <laughs> for your project. Indeed, Obviously production equipment is, uh, And packaging equipment is, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or more. It's a big investment. You also need to understand what their R&D capabilities are. It's very, very important. And we talked earlier in the program about who do they have on board? What kinds of products have they made? Take a look at them. Have them show you examples. Taste them. Uh, Look at the packaging. Really discuss what you want. Really discuss how you want it packaged and make sure they've got the ability to do that. Find out right up front. And then service levels. How are you going to manage the inventory? Is this going to be a tolling type of an operation or is it going to be a full service co-man type of situation? So that depends on what is your the internal structure of your team? Can you handle managing the ingredients? Do you want to do that? Or do you want a turnkey solution? Now, one of the things we haven't talked about is not going directly to a co-man, but not going to a product development firm like ours. And that is a third path. There are people right. out there, not consultancies, but there are operations specialists, not necessarily experts, in product development, that's not really their gig, but what they are expert in is managing co-man relationships. You take your product and your idea and your business to them. And and essentially you outsource all of that co-man relationship to them and they take care of all the details. They really take care of all the details like outsourcing now, your HR, outsourcing your finance of function.
0: They'd be doing more than the co management. I get it, yeah. That was a really helpful summary, I think, for folks. Um, but it does sound like there's probably a lot of underthinking, if I'm not correct, on a very detailed, almost scientifically detailed description of the formula in those contracts with co right? And I would imagine things are getting signed that are awfully vague. Am I mistaken?
1: I've seen a lot of co-man agreements that are very poorly written. Yes. And you want good, experienced legal assistance. Don't just sign a co-man standard agreement. That's not going to necessarily be in your best interest to do that.
0: How would a founder who's not necessarily hiring a consultant... And I'm not trying to downplay that option because it's increasingly sounding smart to me. <laughs> um, what do they need to be aware of if they're going to go do that alone?
1: How do we do prototyping and how do we deliver the information to a co-man? And it really relies upon our knowledge and relationships with uh, you know, the hundreds of companies out there that are making industrial food ingredients. Got it. And it relies on our culinary abilities and our food science experience to understand how to take those ingredients, each one of which has a a particular specification attached to it, which talks about the nutritional content of it. It talks about all the analytical values uh, that define it. It talks about what it looks like, what it tastes like, all the food safety data. Each in- industrial ingredient comes with. Pages, scores of pages of documentation that defines it. And and each one is different and unique. So knowing, having those relationships with the ingredient companies, knowing which ingredients to select or which to test, then prototyping with those ingredients, that is kind of the secret sauce of we maintain a database of hundreds of uh, of, uh, ingredient companies, thousands of ingredients individual ingredients
0: well this is another reminder to founders who want to you know have the appetite for that prototyping process internally before they go to a co-man which does i think it does eliminate a lot of pain potentially certainly makes your contract smarter you need to put places like supply side west you know on your calendar when they actually happen again sorry um, would you not agree would you not agree mark i mean that's where a founder is going to go get educated
1: yeah, I, I mean the biggest ingredient show for us, Institute of Food Technologists annual show also canceled this year, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, but aren't they, um, but wait,
0: they I think they're virtual though, aren't they?
1: We were scheduled to go up there um and we're waiting for some details how they're gonna do that. But yeah, I think they're gonna have some kind of a virtual alternative this year. But they're also regional IFT supplier nights that happen once a year and Fortunately, they just got to hold this year's supplier. They usually happen in February, so I was down in Portland speaking to oh. the IFT this year, and uh, they had then they have them on successive nights on the West Coast. They just kind of they start in Portland and they hit Seattle, then they hit Vancouver on three successive nights.
0: Thank you for mentioning that. I had that had left my brain years ago, um, and I think that is a great resource. People should not be fooled by IFT's website in which it might become clear that, you know, their main audience is is big, 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 big food companies. They have a huge, huge wealth of talent and network, including people like Mark and the natural organic space. And they take it very seriously. Cool. Did you have anything else you want to leave founders with in terms of?
1: I think the one thing that I would like to leave founders with, you're driven by your passion for what you're doing and your belief in what you're doing. Don't give that up hold on to that. Hold fast to the vision of what you want to create. Don't let it get diluted down. Push for the right partners that will help you see your dream come to reality. I think that's
0: really great advice. And I think sometimes that comes at the cost near term of growth rate, and you have to be willing to accept that if you don't have piles of money.
1: We tell clients, you know, don't let the gold standard turn into a silver standard that turns into a lead standard
0: well i'm gonna let you go more get back to thanks me. so much really appreciate the
1: opportunity to come on
0: dr richardson's new book ramping your brand is available now on amazon please check it out and spread the word and don't forget also to take his founder's quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth you can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james@premiumgrowthsolutions.com. At